Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome back to Business Casual. I'm your host, Miles Brown, and I know you hear that familiar voice. Um, how do you want to start this off today? See, man, I I think the the greatest teacher is experience, right? So let me just tell you the experience that I've had. So I said, long story short, I was being uh, flown out to do a short introduction to a couple of producers, right? And um, can't speak too much into detail, but I'll let you know that it's something that I, I considered a distraction away from what my goal of, you know, ending the year with my business plan in place. And, I, you know, I'm an entrepreneur, so I'm a startup entrepreneur, which, which says that I don't know my energy needs to go towards it until I have an idea of what I'm doing. Um, and I really thought it was something that, um, and I, I got on my knees the day before the flight. Maybe I should have should have said something before I bought the flight, right? But I got on my knees and prayed that morning. I said, Lord, I'm begging you for clarity. You know, a lot of us, you know, try to ask God about what we've done after we've done it. So I tried to flip it on the head and say, well, a lot of the decisions, especially the ones that that are troubling me or bothering me, Lord, just, you know, I want to walk and I want to leap. Will you tell me to walk and will you tell me to leap? I just don't know. If it's me wanting it or you wanting it or somebody else wanting it or, you know, so it's, it's that's why I beg for, I beg for that clarity, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I um, finished, finished that, right? And I called the Uber up and of course the Uber was five minutes away. It was right up the street from where I lived at. It was quick. And um, we had a little bit of issues like getting in touch with each other or trying to like open the gate, but the guy was adamant. He said, look, man, I don't care what, what has to happen. Your name is Christian. I got to pick you up. And then, uh, long story short, I, I get into the vehicle. I didn't ask, tell him what I did. I didn't tell him what I was involved in. I didn't tell him that I, I consider myself saved or I want to learn how to be saved. I didn't say any of those things to him. He just started sharing the word with me. And just, you know, of course, you know, he saw the name. He said, man, I can't, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a, a God-fearing man. I'm not going to, you know, cancel the trip on a guy named Christian. I got to go make sure I take care of him. And it was 4 o'clock in the morning, by the way. He's been doing the entire shift. And he told me his story of, you know, how he went through a difficult time, difficult phases and situations where he weren't able to provide for his daughter. And, and you know, his, his, the, the mother of his child passed away and all these really, really troubling and difficult times. And, you know, how he had a job at that time that didn't make those things better. It made those things worse. So so it, it was it was just such a such a. You can, of course, take similarities from anybody else's troubles or their testimony and add them to yours. But it was such a, a, a thing where I said, well, I, I begged for clarity. He gave me a, a crystal clear picture. Right. Yeah. I said, why would he why would he have me have this be said to me in this way at 4 a.m., you know, randomly on a on a Saturday or a, a Friday night? And uh, this is after I had begged for that clarity after I had cried for that clarity, that clarity was provided. So he said, look, this is the platform that I need you to do this on. This is what I want you to do. This is how I want you to do it. I know that you're stuck in your ways and you think that a business is run this way. Let me show you how you're going to fund that business. And, uh, you know, amen. Um, I said, it was funny this morning, they reached out to us and they told us how much they loved us. And I'll be honest with you, the most difficult thing about that production meeting was showing up. 
I can't remember. I can't remember anything difficult that we talked about. The most difficult decision that I made was praying to God and hoping that he told me whether or not to take the flight, because that was that was the most difficult thing showing up. Once I showed up, it was over. I don't even know why they love me so much. I just I just tell you that they love us. (laughs) And, uh, you know, it's just it's just it's just funny how you, you know, I said one thing and I want to ask you about this. I don't know if there's a scripture that speaks to this, but, you know, when you're talking to God. Is it important to be extremely specific? And then when you're talking to God and you don't know what to talk about, what, how do you find those words? Right? Right. Um, to answer that, I think the first part of the question, if you don't know what to say or if you or if you should you be specific? I think yes, you should be specific. You should be as specific as you possibly can with God, you know, um, because it's an intimate relationship that you are cultivating with God. Okay. You know, okay. like when you truly have faith in the Father, you can get as specific as you want with God. Mm. It's just when you ask God something, understand that you're going to get either no, maybe, or not right now, Mm. you know? And sometimes you'll get that yes, but when you're dealing with God, his timing always is a little bit different than ours, you know? And how he delivers on what you're praying may not come the way you think it's going to come, but the more specific you get with God, the more specific he can get with you. Mm. Okay. And then when you, when you're struggling to you find know? the words, right. Cause, cause I said, um, mm-hmm. when you're struggling to find the words to say, and you know, you just want to be grateful or, or, or whatever it may be, you know, you know, you can't put your finger on it. What, what would be something that you would do in that situation to speak to the man above? Um, at that point, I believe you got to let the Holy Spirit take over. You just got to ask God to allow the Holy Spirit to speak through you what you need to be praying to him. Amen. And then just let yourself go and whatever's on your heart, just let the Holy Spirit give you the strength to put words to it or give you the clarity to put words to it, you know. Amen. Allow that time of un of not knowing to be a time of searching mm. your heart the way God would would want you to search it to find if something doesn't fit right, you know. Because normally, if 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 something wrong and you don't know what it is, it's only wrong because you know something ain't right something don't feel right Mm. so you gotta allow yourself in that time to ask god to reveal to you what it is that's bothering you because that that time in prayer is just as important as being specific about what you want see and that's that's where a lot right you know something's wrong can't put your finger on it then you go and grab one of those vices right 
You're going to grab the buka pen. You're yeah. going to grab the weed. You're going to grab the alcohol. You're going to grab some, some women. Grab some, some, some men or, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, there's healthy ways of doing that too. So it, it's weird. As soon as you started saying that, vices pop up, but also thought about meditation. Is there a correlation between meditation and, and the mm. Bible? Is that separate? Is that just a tool? Like, what, what's your opinion on that? Meditation, in my opinion, goes hand in hand with God because mm. Jesus asks us wait, wait, to, wait, to wait, meditate wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold, on, hold on before you go down that thing. Is there a page in the Bible or is it just more of a mindset and a tool in a healthy manner? And see, this is the thing. He doesn't say meditate in the same way as like a Buddhist you see monk. Heading? All right. So talk to me. What's up? What does he say? <sighs> Let, let's, let's go to the Bible. I can, the Bible will tell us clearer than what I can tell you. you hey, that, that was something I was thinking about to myself. I said, what, what is the correlation between meditation and the Bible? Because I'll be honest with you. Even when you were sending me the scriptures and things like that, the meditation was what I had started before I did anything else, right? And I couldn't even, like, focus mm -hmm. enough on the words that I was reading to really understand how I felt about them, how, how I, I believed the man above felt about them, how, how you know, the difference in, in, in the way society looks at certain things. I, my mind was all over the place. And when I started meditating and reading the words and reading the scripture, the meditation actually just helped me as far as being able to have a clear mind so I can even understand what I'm reading. And then when I started reading the words, started understanding myself right. and understanding his ways. I'm like, okay, well, let me be obedient and see if, you know, things work out because they ain't been working out. And I've been, I've been doing this freestyle and stuff. Let me go ahead and just check in with the man above and see what he thinks. And, um, he just, and see, that's the, that's the part about meditation that I agree with because I just pulled up one right now. Um, it's the book of Joshua. Okay. You want to read it? And let's read. Yeah. So Christian meditation is a form of prayer in which a structured attempt is made to become aware and reflect upon the revelations of God. Um, let me go back to Joshua. Cause it sounds like he said meditation in those words is very specific. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Because right here it's talking about in Joshua the book of the law. Okay. And I'm I'm about to pull that up. And it's funny because it won't like. It's always funny when I feel like the enemy don't want your 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 electronics to work when you're trying to do something for him. <laughs> uh, you, you already know, bro. For God, you know, God, you know, you know it's, the, it's the devil funny. done took over the Wi-Fi. You ain't you ain't watching television soon. You know what I'm saying? It's I Joshua one and eight. Here we go. All right, it says. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in mm. it. 
then you will be prosperous and successful. So, like I said, when it comes to meditation, it's not this meditation of, like, sitting there, aringme, and trying to, like, (laughs) uh, you know, conjure up some type of, like, feeling in your chakras or nothing like that. It's literally clearing your mind to think about God's law, God's word, God's instructions of man. That's all it really is. And it's like that meditative state to understand what that is. Then you can go into prayer Mm. because as soon as you understand what God wants for you and you're, you put yourself in the meditative mindset of caring what God cares about, because all the word is, is, telling you what God cares about. So when you start caring about getting into the mindset of caring about what God cares about, your prayer life instantly becomes better because what your, your, your mind is focused on, on you know, God's you, you, will. And you know, that, that's, that's the, 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 especially with, with, you got to think about what do they say? Uh, adults attention spans are eight seconds. You know what I'm saying? We we've got we've got so many different things. And they used to be kids. They used to have that. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I said I, I bring it up all the time. Children are using smartphones and they can't talk, but they can operate multiple smartphones at the same time and, and play games. So it's just one of the things that our minds are not to say polluted, but our our minds are definitely distracted. And the the thing is, so we don't confuse the man's words. He needs us undistracted. Mm. Okay. I said sometimes it's very, very difficult. I said that's that's you know it's one thing working in in, in customer service and, and management and everything like that. It is still shocking to me how many people that that don't listen. They they we are, we're so quick to say something. We're so quick to have a thought. We're so quick to have an opinion on something, and we do not listen. Right? And you can listen when somebody's speaking. You can listen when somebody's writing words to you. You can listen when somebody's showing you something physically. I'm just saying, just like pay attention and actually listen before you speak. That that is, but imagine that we're in a world where we have hovercraft, right? And we're talking about, you know, you know, what, what's some other scientific things? We're talking about having families and 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 uh, and uh, you know, uh, buildings and, and com- genetic communities genetic, on the moon. Yeah, like genetic um, yeah. manipulation. And we still yeah. haven't figured out how to just shut um, up and listen, bro. I know I haven't. I, I struggle with yeah. it. And the thing is, I've known that, you know, when I shut up, I have to catch myself and shut, tell myself, shut up and listen. But think about that, bro. That's that's just, it's crazy how we focus on so much of the other stuff. We don't focus on the stuff that uh, that really, really can change things. Like I said, just from a business standpoint, a businessman is talking to you and you can't answer any questions. You just have nothing but opinions. Think he's gonna do business with you? You don't listen. Why would he do business with you? Wow. Right. Wow. Okay. So meditation, right. clear your mind up. It's a tool to help you in a healthy way get better at understanding the word. Okay. Are there any other tools out there that you can think of that that you can do? Um. Yeah. Fast. Mm. Fasting. Speak on it. Like the Jesus talked about. Jesus talked about two things a lot mm. in the New Testament, prayer and fasting. Now, like I said, some things don't aren't broken 
except through prayer mm. and fasting. So some revelations you, you can't even get from God a lot of times until it troubles you so bad that you fast and then God reveals mm. it to you. You know what I'm saying? You give up something um, that you know you enjoy and you love, and you, you, you trade that time for time with God. And what he does during your fasting period is he feeds you spiritually as you give up that the, 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 the physical food, the carnal food. He feeds you spiritually daily because one of the things that happens during a fast is that that immediate hunger, your mind has to immediately combat your body. So there's an instant war when you decide, even before you decide to fast, there's a war because your body is already sending signals to your mind that this isn't okay, a good so, idea because it's going to hurt. So it's going to hurt stay, your body. Stay in that realm for me. I just want to do, I do want to ask a question because I need clarity and I, and I imagine this probably other readers and listeners and, and who knows, maybe I'm just the only dumb one on the line. But uh, so when fasting, we're talking about specifically a hunger not in necessarily just food or water or drink. We're talking about a hunger for, you know, those vices that I was speaking of, sex, uh, you know, drugs, um, going out and partying, uh, any, anything, right? Uh, racing, your, racing, racing cars yeah. up on the highway, whatever. Anything. You can, you can fast okay. from and anything. So when you're speaking about hunger, you're not saying fast yeah, you from can, food. You can fast food can from be one of them too. Like a lot of us are... are We'll see. No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. Hold on. Let me stop you there because when it comes when it comes to fasting, there's a reason okay. Jesus picked food, and it's because your body and food are are very very connected. You know what I'm saying? And it's it, God is saying, mm. what feeds you? Is it is it bread or is it the words that come from God? You know what I'm saying? So you can't downplay physical food fasting and what that does. Like your mind, when, when you get triggered on that third day of fasting is normally the hardest day for most people. The first day they can do it. The second day they like, Hmm, that wasn't really bad, but it's something about the third day that when you're fasting, you truly understand how vicious your your body is at stopping your mental and spiritual process wow. from growing because all the body craves mm. is comfort. Whoa, 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 whoa. Listen, listen to what you're saying, so bro. Listen to what you're saying. So let, uh, let's make sure we're safe, too. Let's make sure people know, hey, do your research, you know, medical conditions. Everybody, we're not telling you guys to just not eat food and God is going to bless you. We're not saying that. Do your research. You know your situation is your situation. Let's go ahead and get that disclaimer out the way. But but it's it's like wow, brother. It's 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 one of those things that said your mind, body, and spirit. You literally have to have all three going in a certain way to truly be living the way that God wants you to live. Right? Is that is that kind of is that what we can say from that? Yeah. You destroy your body. Yeah, your mind and spirit could be good. If any but of if those you're destroying your body, is that you know is that walking in, in, in faith and walking in the things you're supposed to be doing. Listen, we, we see it all the time. We can have a, a pastor that is highly mm. anointed 
that can mentally think through any problem, whose spiritual faith is on another level, but that pastor is absolutely mm. obese. And you can tell that the lack of discipline. Mm. His weakness his weakness is manifesting in a way that that the world can see. Even though the world can see just how blessed he is when he speaks, the world can also see just how human he is mm. when he walks into a room. Mm. So God desires for us to have all mm. of those things under control. You know, he wants our physical to be under control. He wants our mental to be under control. And he wants our spiritual to be under control so that we can be used mm. to the greatest of our ability. Now, if you morbidly obese, that's going to affect your ministry. Even if you're powerful, maybe you can't get to all of the places as fast as you want to, or as uh, you can't stay on the road as long as you want to because your body can't take it mm. because you're not you haven't given that side of your life over to God and God is reaching out and asking you to, to, to fast from that food and during fast God can can you ask God during your fast to give you a new taste for new things and he'll take that old taste away from you like people who smoke cigarettes Man, you fast from them cigarettes and you give it over to God and man, by the end of the fast, they don't have no you craving for no cigarettes because they truly had something for the so, first time. So I, and I gotta, I gotta, I gotta speak on you know? this because the thing is, as a former uh, fat boy and I'm a fat boy at heart, I gotta be honest. It's one of those things, brother, where you said it best. Uh, we talked about this a couple of days ago where you said that there's sometimes hidden sins that we didn't even realize that we were committing against ourselves, right? I think about my, my relationship with food, yeah. right? And I, I just, mm -hmm. like I said, I flew out here to Austin, had a great time, producer. So, of course, me and my girl party and everything like that. And I started realizing, I was like, dang, I used to eat three meals a day. Hungry, not because I wanted it, but because that was my habit. And I didn't realize that habit of just eating to eat and not eating when you're hungry is bad in itself. But then when you add in that you eat three meals and usually one of those meals is a quick one and it's a fast food meal, like we, we literally in our habits and things that we don't really pay attention to or take seriously enough into diabetes and getting older and having knee pain at 30 instead of, you know, being, you know, able to do the things we need to do. And that carries over to a lot of different yeah. things. So it's one of those things that, you know, what that, that might be a situation where that pastor doesn't need to what he's doing as something that's negative. He's just saying it is what it is. And then we're looking at it and saying, well, pastor, you might not be around to preach to us because of this thing that is that is bothering you. There's women out there that, you know, I said, will go and grab something to eat and then they'll go and force themselves to throw up. So I'm not saying big is not beautiful and small is beautiful. We're saying sick is sick and healthy is healthy. And if you have those different things and sometimes you don't even notice it, like I said, um, my addictions and, and my flaws and, and my ways were based off of habits. I didn't even notice that I was addicted to those certain things until you step back. And a couple of years later, you sit back and say, OK, wow, reading the Bible and meditating. And I'm seeing that, you know, certain urges that I have to do certain things. It's not because I don't have access to them or they're not easily available. It's because they're out of my routine. If it's a Friday or Saturday night, I'm looking to hit on hit on something. Right. So so I, I got a lady. 
And my lady said, you know what, no, nah, I'm not feeling it, or she not, we're not vibing, whatever it may be. In my mind, I'm like, okay, I got to go to a club. I got to go hang out with the fellas. I got to go do this. Not because I want to do those things, but because I have a routine of every Friday and Saturday, we chasing that. Wow, brother, we, 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 we might have touched on something with that one, brother. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, And it's just at some point, our habitual things that we do, we really need to give them over to God for a while and say, has this become my God? Mm. Can I put this down for the real God? Or has this be- has mm. this taken the number one spot in my life? You know? And that's why fasting is important to put carnal things in check. You need a spiritual fast to put carnal things in check sometimes. Sometimes you got to tap into a whole different wow. energy to overcome the body. You know what I'm saying? And, and, you're led by God to do those things because if it's up to you, your mind and your body, yeah, my body your trash, body going to beat your mind all day long. <laughs> my body all trash, day long. All day long. So it's, your, it's only your spirit that can beat your body. And when your mind is on the same wave as your spirit, it's over. And that's what mm. God is saying. Renew your mind daily in his word. Start with him. Then pray and then be vigilant throughout the day because your enemy seeks like a, roars like a, like a roaring lion, seeing who he shall devour, walking through in and up and down in the earth, seeing who he shall devour. So we don't even really understand when we fast what mm. sin that puts off in the spiritual realm. And we don't understand that when we sin and habitually sin, what scent that puts off. But whatever scent you putting off is alluring some type of spiritual entity. Either demonic is saying, oh, we got the green light. It's sin around. We good. Or it's fasting, praying, and being in touch with God and, and, and seeing what those, those spirits Amen. are moving in you, you know? So, so just for, for you know, my clarity and a lot of the listeners and things like that, can you give us an example? And you don't have to give what you were fasting for, but just give us an example of, of a healthy way to fast and, you know, what, what, what would be, you know, accept, not acceptable, but what would be something to take and say, okay, well, I can, I can do this as well. I, you know, almost like a template or, a, a, a you know, an, a, just an example. The first fast that I used to do when I first, when God like pulled me into fasting, the first thing I did was a three day, no food fast. You could drink water, but from sunup to sundown, you didn't eat anything, just water. You just, you just drunk water and you did that for three days. Then after that, after I, 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 after I did that, it moved to three days no wow. food at all. Only, only, for only three days. Only a skinny brother can talk and, like that. And then it I just did goes two and a half. Up. <laughs> 
yeah, then you can just take it where you want. And then, like I, I told you, I was felt, I was led, I felt led to not only do the physical fast, but to do some mental ones mm. where I would say no YouTube at all because it's a problem, or no Instagram, no Facebook at all because it's a problem. Like I fasted from the media that was feeding my mentality mm. when it what when it wasn't being fed by God. You know, so those are fasts that you can do. Like take three days, take take a week off of the fat, off of uh, social media or whatever media is like no football. You're not you're no, not you're not no, counting no count count the NBA no in that though, right? Football and, and baseball, really, but no uh NBA, all of it. Any matter of fact, I did one fast where I did absolutely no entertainment. That was dumb hard because the, type, the times we live in today are just different. And my wife, she did wow. she did no music you know what? You know for what? a month. To tell you how she a real one, see if she does no makeup for a month. Ooh. My girl, my girl, my girl will give you yeah, a Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Wow. But it just tells us our routines and our habits, right? Because the thing is, like I said, and we we lucky, man, brother. We we people know what it is. Like I said, look at your wife, look at my wife. Very attractive women without makeup on, but they are addicted to their habits. Addicted to our habits. I told you, NBA. I'm cool. You take all the other sports. You take NBA away from me. I was like, can I watch highlights? <laughs> it's 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 you know. But you're right. It just shows you <laughs> no how like. your habits you, really, really You can't state, feed it at all. You know, your actions and your day-to-day and what you're not willing to give up, right? We'll give up something else. I'm willing to give up NFL, but I ain't willing to give up, give up the NBA for God's word. Wow, I'll tell you how messed up we are, brother. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's really what the fans do. It bring you back to the reality of we can't do this on our own and how could we live without gratitude? The reality is is, is this nonsense that we we idolize, brother. I'll keep it G with you. It literally just brings us back to him. How far away do we have to get from him to really, let's say how far away from him do we need to get away from him to realize that he was the one that, you know what, let's let's not, I'm not going to go too deep on it, but it's just like how far have we gotten away from him? He's just like, all right, I'm trying to be cool, but I could smite thee. You know what I'm saying? Like, just think about that, brother. He's literally like, uh, uh, he's in, he's he's watching over ants. Yeah, and see, right? You're beyond perfection if you because he created the devil and the devil is perfect. So just from logic, if he created perfection, what is he? He's beyond perfection. So he's literally looking at us as ants. He's like, yo, come to me, and I got you. And we just keep wandering around, bro. You know how frustrating it is to say I'm not gonna step on one of these ants. I'm gonna just put something in the air over here, and you know, Lord Jesus. Well, see, that's a that's a that's a bad way of looking at it. He he looks at us as his actual children. You know, that's what he sees when he when he sees us. We're babies. We're we're his little babies running around. You know what? I'm so glad you said that. And we're in our brother. terrible and you too. Changed my perspective on that. So you I know, was saying, and we're acting as far a as like fool. Power, right? But you're saying the relationship is not based off of just power. It's based off of love. Mm-hmm. There is a difference in power, but the relationship is actually love. Love for that of a father and yeah. a child. And a child for the father, right? Yeah. 
Mm. Oh, mama. Of course, mama. You know. Exactly. Exactly. And that and that's that's the way God. Yeah, that's the that's the way God designed us to 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 be in a relationship with Him is a father and child relationship. Like we are His His. <laughs> so so if creation, if, if, He fathered hey, us. So listen, brother. If it's an older child, he, he a middle child, us. and a younger child, we're obviously the damn middle child, right? <laughs> God. Damn. At this yeah, point, definitely yeah. Ain't the oldest. <laughs> definitely ain't the youngest. We the middle child, brother. It's like something wrong with this one. <laughs> they might have swapped this one out at the at the at the at the nurse. <laughs> so Wow. Yeah, man. So I he mean that, and, and anyway. that's why I kinda we gotta stay vigilant about yeah, we gotta stay vigilant about how we look at God because sometimes it's easy to look at him as this tyrant that sits mm. up in the sky and just does anything he wants but that's 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 what man wants us to look at like truly God is in heaven longing to have a conversation with you now that's the crazy part it's like God loves us so much he just desires a real relationship. He don't want to force us to love him. Even though he knows he could love us the best, he wants us to genuinely love him. Mm. That's why he loves things like sacrificing. When 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 God can put you on an earth and a planet that can fulfill all of your desires and sins instantly, but you say, God, I'm going to put that down just to get closer to you what what you know what i'm saying like what more could god want than that than that relationship with something he created that has free will to do whatever it wants but it says father i choose you and that's how we know at the end times everybody not going to be with god because the sheep hear god and they come running. But if you're not a part of God's flock, you can't hear him. So you're going to go running after your father, which is the devil. And a lot of people don't realize it's either one or the other. It ain't no in between. No purgatory. None of that. You still there? Well, that concludes this episode of Business Casual.